get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Do you ever feel like you have to earn God's love? Anybody besides me? How about worthy? Do you feel worthy to stand before God? To come boldly to his throne of grace? Or do you struggle with feeling not worthy, not enough? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you close the gap between your dreams and your reality. We're going to do it by living fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. Now, this is the Christmas season, and I want to spend more time focusing on our relationship with God during this season. Now, I'm going to give you other practical tips and tips and strategies to understand how to fulfill your purpose, okay? But the foundation of understanding who we are, the foundation of us being able to show up fully ourselves, fulfill our God-given purpose courageously, is our relationship with God. The key is delight and intimacy. Delight in an intimate relationship with our Heavenly Father. And it starts with Jesus. So today is going to be for you if you've ever struggled with feeling close to God. Today is also going to be for you if you want to grow your relationship with God. You want it deeper. You want to feel something. You want to experience something. And today is especially for you if you have ever, like me, struggled to develop that intimate relationship with God. You know something's blocking. Today's going to be for you, my friend. Do you remember the song? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Do you ever sing that as a kid? Um, I actually went to Christian school it was my kindergarten through second grade year. And so that was part of what we did. We would sing songs, you know, every day, the B-I-B-L-E and Jesus loves me. And some of them, we actually learned sign language too. And this was one of the ones I learned sign language too. And I remember when Evan was little, I would teach him the sign language because he actually had speech delays and all my kids have. And so I didn't really get to have a conversation with him until he was about five. So I would teach him some sign language. And, and this was one of the ones I would teach. And we'd do Jesus loves me, this I know. And he could do the, the sign language. But I want to ask you, do you really know how loved you are? Do you really know how much Jesus loves you? Do you? We are in the Christmas season right now. And if you're listening to this as a different point, it still applies because regardless of whether we're in the Christmas season or not in the Christmas season, Jesus came. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us is what John 1.14 says. Jesus came as a baby, born of a virgin. He's half God, half man, or he's, However you want to work the percentages. But he's God and man. 
God made flesh and dwelt among us. Now, why did he do that? He did it so we could know the love of the Father. Because the Father so loved us that he sent his only Son. So whoever would believe in him might not perish, but have eternal life. John 3.16. It's a scripture that we all know. It's a scripture that they, you know, sporting events, they put up and people got their signs. But sometimes we get so familiar with something, we lose sight of how amazing it is. Have you ever done that? I know I have. I've done that with my spouse. I've done that with my kids. I've done that with my job. I've done that with items I own. You know, you get a brand new car and what are you doing? You're washing and waxing it all the time. I did I did that when I got a new car. Remember? And then, you know, several months in, it's got a little dent, a little scratch, a little dirt. Yeah, well, you know, we'll get to that later. You know, and now I look at it and go, I, I don't even care, right? Do we do that with our relationship with God? Do we do that with Christmas? Jesus loves me, this I know. But do we really know? And I think there's two lies that many of us have believed that make it hard for us to understand and really comprehend and receive this amazing love of God. This love that would actually give his life for us. Because yes, he was born as a little baby, little eight pound baby Jesus. But you know what? He grew up and he lived out his ministry. And he knew his purpose in life was to die on the cross for us. That was his entire purpose. He wanted to show people the Father. And then head, head to the cross to redeem us, to buy us back so that we could experience this incredible relationship with him. So the first lie that I think that we fall into is we have to do something to be, to receive that love, to be worth that love. To earn that love. Have you ever felt that way? You have to do something to earn it? When you think about it, life kind of works that way. If you have a job, you work a job, they give you pay. It's cause and effect. Right? It's logical. And it's logical to think, well, I will do something in order to be loved, to earn love. But that's not how God's love works. God's love is a divine love. And the beautiful thing is God is the initiator in this love story. The Bible says we love because he first loved us. There is nothing tied to us earning God's love. It is a gift, just like salvation is a gift. We just have to open it. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to 
do something to be loved. If you're a mom or a parent and you, when that baby was born, there was this love for the baby. You cared for the baby. And that baby gave you nothing back except for like crying, keeping you up at night. You had to feed it all the time. You had to change a lot of diapers. And then a couple months in, you might have got a smile out of the baby, right? But it didn't matter. You love the baby. You're posting pictures on Facebook. I see them all the time. I didn't have the uh, advantage of all the digital stuff, so my, my first kiddos kind of missed out on that. But you're posting all those pictures, you know, ooh, one week old, two weeks old. Oh, he just, you know, burped for the first time. But that baby really isn't giving you much back. But you love the baby. How much more does our Heavenly Father love us? his children unconditionally. He loves us unconditionally with a divine love. We don't have to earn it. The second lie is this. We're not worthy of love. We're not worthy of love. We've either screwed up too much we made too many mistakes. Somehow we're unworthy. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. It does not come from God. Christ died to make you worthy. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I don't care how many mistakes you've made. You are forgiven and you are loved. His love is not based on our worthiness. It's based on Jesus' worthiness. Jesus made us worthy. The Bible says that we're in him, in Christ, and he's in us. So when Father sees us, he sees Jesus. He sees perfect. He sees redeemed. He sees righteousness. We are worthy. We're enough because Jesus is enough. And who are we to say we're not worthy? If God says we're worthy, who are we to say we're not worthy? And there is no condemnation in that because, listen, for decades, I thought those things. Thought I was unworthy. Thought I had to do something. It was performance, God. I got to live up to his expectation. I got to be as awesome as all the people around me and all these amazing Christians. And I couldn't do it. And I was, and I was worn out and I was tired and I was tired of beating myself up until I realized God's always loved me perfectly, but I wasn't willing to receive it. Because I was still standing on, I got to do something and I got to make myself worthy. And I don't. I just need to receive it. And the same goes for you. 
You do not have to do something to be loved. And you do not have to be worthy to be loved because you are already worthy. Because of Jesus. You just have to receive it. It's a gift. So I want to challenge you to spend some time studying God's love. Get your Bible out. Uh, the beautiful thing today is we've got Google. And you could do, pull up, you've got all kinds of resources at your fingertips. One of the resources I love is BibleHub.com. And you can go, you could do um, word searches, like a concordance. So you could type in love, you know, pull up all the scriptures on love and start studying out Jesus. Look at Jesus' life. The, the Bible says that Jesus is the express image of the Father. He is a mirror image of the Father. And so when you look at Jesus and his life, you see love. He did not treat people like the religious people treated people. He treated them different. And he treated them with love and he treated them with respect. And so he's our example of Father's love. So study out Jesus. So you could do, you could do, um, a word study, so keywords, look up love, God's love, Jesus' love, and look at the life of Jesus. The other thing I recommend is go to the book of John and 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. The disciple John knew how loved he was. He was, the Bible says, the disciple whom Jesus loved. What I love about this is, <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the Bible about four times, disciple whom Jesus loved, but it only appears in John, the book of John, which means John is the one who wrote the disciple who Jesus loved. He knew how loved he was. And so those are great books to study on the love of God. We love because he first loved us. All right. So study out God's love. And know you don't have to, to do a bunch of stuff to be loved. And you are already worthy of love. You just got to receive it. So spend some time studying this so that you can really just soak it in, grasp it, and receive it. All right, my friend, that's my challenge to you. I want you to know you are fully loved. You have got this and Father's got you. I just want to thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time of you investing in yourself so you can grow in your relationship with God. So you can learn to delight in an intimate relationship with God. So thank you a bunch for listening. And until next time, live fearlessly free.